our show with a fitting tune for this July the 4th, Ukrainochka, a girl group from Kiev with a Ukrainian lyrics to a very memorable and recognizable melody of a classic American folk song we all know and love, You Are My Sunshine, Pokrinske Oitam Nahori. Dobry večer i vitaju vas vsih dorehi radio suhači na radio peredaču naš holos radio krinskoho korinja, katera podajaci vam jak svečajno što subote o šosti hodeni na Batomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vankoveri i pomeraži PCJ radio miž narodnomu. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Makori, djakuju što rišale perbute zemnoju na stupnu hodenu. Me mama dučici kavi novene na srednišnjih programi. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. I'm your host, Paula Demchik-McCory, Pukrinske Pavlina, and a very special welcome to our first-time and long-time listeners from the United States. About every five years, your special holiday, July 4th, falls on a day when Nasholos airs, so we're delighted to celebrate with you today. And uh, we're going to be doing that for the next hour, and on our live stream, of course, here in Vancouver, it's very timely. But uh, if you're listening to this a little bit later on the podcast or on one of the rebroadcasts on another station that's not AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver, well, just pretend that it is still July the 4th. So we've got a great show lined up for you with um, some great music by uh, Ukrainian-American artists and um, some maybe not so American artists, but uh, American songs set to Ukrainian lyrics uh, are done by Ukrainian groups. As well, we have a book review by Ukrainian-American author and also a little story about a well-known celebrity who is unfortunately no longer with us, but uh, very recognizable. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and as promised, great Ukrainian music, all 
on a Ukrainian-American theme. And yes, of course, we are in Canada. I'm in Canada, and many of our listeners are, but uh, hey, good neighbors always celebrate together. So coming up next is an artist very beloved by Ukrainians uh, in Canada and the United States, and especially in Ukraine. She is American, unfortunately no longer with us, but a name uh, well-known to members of the Ukrainian community, and uh, as well, her voice is well-known to most Americans uh, without knowing her name. Uh, incredible story, uh, Kvitka Sisik, known as also as Casey Sisik. She was a session musician. She did uh, uh, jingles for commercials, most notably Ford. So back in the 80s and 90s, she sang all those jingles. As well, she's very famous for singing a song, of the soundtrack of a very popular movie back in the 1970s. She was not given credit um, for it. She didn't get an Oscar, but the um, the song got an Oscar. And if you haven't guessed by now, the song was lip-synced by Dee Dee Kahn, but it was sung by Casey Kvika Sisik. So many nights I'd sit
Casey Sisik, also known as Kvitka Sisik, to most Ukrainians, and that was her singing a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oh Johnny, a song about a girl who has her eye on a young man getting herself all prettied up to go out to a dance and hope she catches his eye. Kvitka Sisik with Ivanku, and before that, of course, You Light Up My Life. Coming up next is a group from Ukraine called Vasya Club, and uh, this song also has Ukrainian lyrics, but it 
is a melody that I think most Americans will um, recognize, at least of a certain generation, perhaps. Um, it is was made very popular by Jimi Hendrix, and here is a different rendition of another American folk song, Hey Joe. Hey Joe, що на своїй спині коник твій везе? Hey Joe, з його очей синіх смерть повзе, повзе. Hey Joe, чи не жінку твою коник той везе? Hey Joe, чи не мертву жінку Коник той везе
Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Welcome to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Alexander Motil's novel, Fall River. Based on the memories of the author's mother, uncle, and aunt, Fall River is a novel which explores the lives of three Ukrainian-American siblings who were born in Fall River, Massachusetts, but grew up in Poland. As adults, they returned to the United States. Their complex stories describe Ukrainian society and Poland between the world wars, Ukrainian-American culture, and the fate of Ukrainian immigrants to the United States. The three sections in this novel are based on life stories of the three siblings of a Ukrainian-American family, Mike, Manya, and Stefa. Their parents came to Fall River to find a better life. All three children were born here, but after the birth of the youngest daughter, Stefa, the mother died. The grieving father decided to uproot his family and return to his village, where he married again and had six more children with his new wife. Mike's narrative is told in the second person. This narrative perspective is unusual, and it definitely makes the reader pay close attention to the storyline. At age 19, Mike decides that his future lays back in the United States. He arrives in the midst of the Great Depression to live with his Aunt Catherine in New York City. Jobs are hard to find, so he ends up in the Civilian Conservation Corps and travels to Oregon. After his term is ended, he joins the Army. His relationships with two women, Myrtle and Edna, both end tragically. After the war, he returns to New York and tries to make a new life for himself and his two sisters who joined him after the war. However, he is haunted by his memories of the women he loved. Will he learn to live with these memories, or will they destroy him? Manya's narrative is told in the first person. As the eldest sibling, she acts as a surrogate mother to Mike Mikashko and Stefa after their mother's death when the family returns to Ukraine, where their father eventually remarries. She sees her role as a support to her family 
and does not marry until she makes the momentous decision to leave Europe and join her brother Mike in New York. Stefa's narrative is told in the third person. Her story revolves around her marriage to Bogdan, a Ukrainian patriot who spends many years of his life in Polish and Soviet prisons. Stefa's ultimate fate and the fate of her son lies in the hands of her family in New York. As the war ends, the three siblings are once again reunited in the United States. Will they find happiness or despair? For Rutgers University professor Alexander Motil, the creation of Fall River was a very personal journey. The narrative was based on the memories and experiences of his uncle, aunt, and his own mother. Motil tells readers, This novel is thus 95 parts fiction and 5 parts fact. The motivations, the fears, the emotions, the expectations, the interpretations, the experiences. In other words, everything that makes a novel a work of fiction is fictional. There are many themes in this novel, including Ukrainian culture, family relationships, Soviet atrocities during World War II, racism, grief, love, mental illness, and assimilation into the American melting pot. Dr. Alexander Motil is a scholar, writer, and painter. He graduated from Columbia University with a doctoral degree in political science. He's a professor of political science at Rutgers Newark and a specialist on Ukraine and Russia. Motil is the author of 10 books of nonfiction and editor of 15 volumes, including The Encyclopedia of Nationalism and The Holodomor Reader. His novels include Sweet Snow, My Orchidia, and The Jew Who Was Ukrainian. His poems have been published in the Red River Review, the New York Quarterly, and other journals, and his artwork has appeared in art shows in New York, Philadelphia, and Toronto. Fall River is a thoughtful novel which explores the question, how do we reconstruct the past? Fall River is available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Oh, oh, oh.
ensemble duet, actually, that was very popular back in the 1980s and the 90s. Unfortunately, they parted ways. They still remain friends, and uh, they do music together occasionally. I know that uh, Dodica of this duo, Dodica and Slavko, um, she's uh, around. I think she's in Oregon making music, and um, every now and again she teams up with Slavko, so they're still making music. They put together three wonderful CDs that uh, they left behind of their music, and of course you can hear it here on Nosh Holis from time to time. Darka and Slavko with an original composition, which much of their music is. That song was called Let Down Your Arms. This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. Ранку, 
Dori voce charku Giunta l'ulgu tra le tra le gli uccinno morulgu ha Giunta l'ulgu tra le tra le gli uccinno morulgu ha Dori voce Yeah. 
And a very popular and prolific Ukrainian-American songstress by the name of Olya Chudoba Fritz. She's um, does a lot of music, live gigs in the uh, that area on the eastern seaboard. She's uh, very well known. She comes up to Canada now and again to perform. She's put out several albums, and that is actually I'm not sure what the album that is from. If she even has it on an album, found that on the infamous infamous YouTube, and that was a song called Posaju Hushechku planting a pear tree and she's asking for God's blessings in the process and uh, before her you heard the Hrim band from New York City, the Big Apple and a song called Stoyalam Pidhrushkom, Standing Under a Pear Tree, presumably the one that Olya planted. Coming up next we have a Ukrainian group called Svitozare and a tribute to the United States a song called Amareske Krai America Land Світа, як тоді вітер в полі літа, Гей, в Америцький край. Лем жальмиття моя хижа, Лем жальмиття моя хижа, Солом'яна я жаль. Лем жальмиття моя хижа, Лем жальмиття моя хижа, Солом'яна я жаль. Жаль, не вас вівці сиві, Штом плека вас без тризиви. Гей, якими маржай. Хоч бідую не поїду, Хоч бідую не поїду В Америцький край. Хоч бідую не поїду, Хоч бідую не поїду В Америцький край. 
Жаль, митя моя страна, где живет мамичка с няней. Эй, какими важаль, то иначе бым поехал, то иначе бым поехал в Америцкий край. And that was a group from the Eastern United States called Svitanya. They specialize in East European music, and that was a Ukrainian folk song, Navulitsi, on the sidewalk. Up next, Keith Perron, who syndicates our program on PCJ Radio International and does a really great radio show himself. Here he is with a little story about an American celebrity who, unknown to most, has Ukrainian roots. Let's play a game of Trivial Pursuit. I'm going to mention four films. And let's see if you can guess what they have in common. I Died a Thousand Deaths, Once a Thief, The Mercenary, and City Slickers. Any ideas? I'm sure the last one gave it away. Let's try it again, okay? The Man from Uncle, Buck Rogers in the 25th century, and finally, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Do you have any idea what all of those have in common? Well, let's take a listen to this clip from the 1950s TV show, What's My Line? Is it a picture that is a takeoff or a, a satire on Hollywood life? Well, no, I don't know if it's a satire or if it's the truth or not. <laughs> I think we would have to give him a yes on that. Miss Gilgallum? Satire on Hollywood life. Well, uh... Are you Jack Pallant? Yes! <laughs> on the counter of the Broadway thing, there are two pictures, and it's a rather strange thing, I think. It's a Jack. Two of Jack's pictures are currently on Broadway, one within a block of the other. The, um, uh, one the big knife the, and I died a thousand times. As a matter of fact, the houses were adjacent, but one has... Um, one has been cremated recently and it has gone into the interlands. Uh, it had a thousand times, it's gone. Now, there's one thing I wanted to ask Jack to do because the last time I saw him, I remember him very briefly, he said something about the way his name is pronounced. Now, how do you 
prefer to have your name pronounced, and how is it too often mispronounced? Actually, my name is Vladimir Palahniuk. But oh, why didn't pronounce you tell Palance. me? <laughs> I pronounce it uh, Jack Palance. 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 Mm-hmm. How did you happen to pick that name? Jack Palance? Yeah. Oh, it was sort of one of those things, Palahniuk. Uh, nobody could pronounce it. They said, um, well, we'll call you Palansky. And from Palansky, I took Palance. But the name is what Palahniuk. What is the origin of Palahniuk? It's, I think that's uh, easier, really. Ukrainian. Ukrainian? Ukrainian? Uh. That was Jack Palance. Jack Palance was born February 18th, 1919. His father was from southern Ukraine. His mother was from the Lviv region. Earlier on in his career, before working as an actor, he worked in the coal mines. And before that, he became a boxer. In the late 1930s, Palance started a professional boxing career, fighting under the name Jack Brazo. He won, apparently, 15 consecutive victories with 12 knockouts. At the beginning of World War II, he joined the United States Air Force. Then after World War II, he graduated from Stanford University with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Drama. During his university years to make ends meet, he worked as a short-order cook, waiter, surgerjerk, lifeguard at Jones Beach State Park, as well as a photographer's model. His big break came as an understudy for Marlon Brando in the Broadway production of A Streetcar Named Desire. He eventually replaced Brando on stage in the starring role. Three years later, he was on the big screen, but only in small parts. The first film that he made was called Panic in the Streets. In the 1950s, Palance performed a number of times on Playhouse 90. He was even nominated for an Emmy for Best Actor for his portrayal of Mountain McKinnock in Rod Sterling's Requiem for a Heavyweight in 1957. I think almost all actors struggle. There are some... Some who make it big on the first try. That's not the way it was for me. I was in New York for... uh, in the theater for seven years before I went into film, so <clears throat> that was a lot of training, a lot of working with other people. When you said that I studied with an awful lot of people, it's not true. Actually, I studied with two people, two different people, both of whom I liked very much, and uh, I had a lot of training at uh, Stanford University where I was in <clears throat> a bunch of plays. And that worked out well because I was in San Francisco, Stanford is 30 miles away, and uh, working with the radio corps all of the time. That was important. That was before, actually before the advent of television. So that was good. There there was an awful lot of training and I fell in love with it and I decided that I was going to New York and uh, off I went. And fortunately things worked out pretty well. Got a couple of jobs here and there, and one of them, I, <clears throat> the first one, I got two lines in Russian. And I stood out there and said my lines as the curtain was coming down almost hit me. <laughs> That's it. That was my introduction to theater. Four decades after his film debut, Palance won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his performance as cowboy Curly Washburn that also co-starred Billy Crystal. When he accepted his award at the Oscars, 
he really brought the house down with his sense of humor. And the Oscar for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role goes to Jack Palance, City Slippers. Billy Crystal. God, I crap bigger than him. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are times when, uh, when you reach a certain age plateau where the, uh, the producers say, they talk about you and they say, well, what do you think? Can we risk it? Can we do it? Can we use him? The other guy says, I don't know, let's look at some younger ones. We can make them look older, but this one, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult. They forget. They forget to ask that you go out there and you do all these things. Like, for instance, you know, you go out there and you do these... That's, that's nothing really as far as the two-handed push-ups are concerned. You can do that all night. And it doesn't make any difference whether she's there or not. Because. And besides, it's a hell of a lot less expensive. Wow. You know, a long time ago, 1949, uh, first picture. 1949, first film. I've been shooting about two weeks, and uh, the producer came to me and he said, Jack, my name at that time was Vladimir, but he called me Jack. Uh, he says, Jack, you're going to win the Academy Award. Can you believe it? 42 years later, he was right. How this son of a bitch knew. Thank you. In the 1980s, Palance hosted Ripley's Believe It or Not on ABC television which is still being seen in syndication in some countries. He also made appearances in the movies Young Guns, Tango and Cash, and Tim Burton's Batman. In the 1980s, Palance was also the chairman of the Hollywood Trident Foundation. He walked out of a Russian film festival in Hollywood after being introduced. Palance said, I feel like I've walked into the wrong room by mistake. I think that Russian film is interesting, but I have nothing to do with Russia or Russian film. My parents were born in Ukraine. I'm Ukrainian, not Russian. So excuse me, but I don't belong here. Palance was even awarded the People's Artist Award by Vladimir Putin on the occasion. However, Palance refused the title. One of his most interesting projects was working as a singer. Well, not a professional singer. He was known during his film and television career to sing on the set. So in 1969, while still busy making movies, Palance recorded a country music album for Warner Brothers. 
The album was called The Meanest Guy That Ever Lived. It was re-released in 2003. One of the songs that did make it to the top 50 in 1969 was a cover of Burl Ives' A Little Bitty Tear, Let Me Down. Here's Jack Palance. A little bitty tear let me down Spoil my act as a clown I had it made up not to make a friend A little bitty tear let me down When you said you were leaving tomorrow That today was our last day I said there'd be no sorrow that I'd laugh when you walked away But a little bitty tear let me down Spoiled my act as a clown I had it made up not to make a friend But a little bitty tear let me down I said I'd laugh when you left me Full of funny when you went out the door Another one waiting to wave goodbye as you go. But a little bit of tear let me down. Spoiled my act as a clown. I had a maid up not to make a friend. Was uh, Chris Krocheck and Gogol Bordello teamed up together, and uh, that is, I would say, an original composition. It is a song for those the Ukrainian impaired and those who are uh, not familiar with. Um, 
things going on in the Ukrainian world or on the other side of the planet. Of course, Putin is invading Ukraine, killing Ukrainians, uh, wanting to grab the land again. And Ukrainians this time around are having none of it and they're pushing back, holding their own so far. And uh, one of the things that keeps them going is this song. It's called Putin Huilo. Uh, that is a swear word in Ukrainian. It is the most egregious most horrible thing you can imagine to call somebody, so I'm not going to translate it into English because this is a family-friendly show, with the exception swearing is allowed in Ukrainian. <laughs> so, again, that was uh, Chris Krocek partnering up with Gogol Bordello. You've been listening to Nosh Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver since 2000 and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International since 2010. In between broadcasts, please visit us online and you'll find transcripts and archived audio files there, a link to the Nosh Holos podcast, information about the show, and a link to our Patreon site where you can support our work if you like, and that is www.nashholos.com. Nezhame vyskinchele nashu prashamu vshichaste domo vyskazate do pobachenya, ale peretemio hochu zalashetevaste kimoslovame mudroste. Z dobroji ruke, rozumu i pera, možna zrobete dobre žetja. And our proverb of the week translates as, with good hands, wisdom, and a pen, it is possible to make a good life. And throw in a radio show and a good cup of coffee, and you got her made in the shade. Well, that about takes us to the end of our program, so we have one last tune for you, a toe tapper by an American group no longer together, I don't think, uh, at least they're not recording, but and this is from a vinyl recording back in the 1980s. They are called Homing Stepil, which translates as Echoes of the Steps and a lively Ukrainian folk dance, Stukalka. I'm Pavlina, on behalf of myself and all of us here at AM 1320, CHMB Vancouver, a happy 4th of July to our American listeners and to all of you. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! the show. If you're not yet a Patreon supporter of Nosh Holos, I hope you'll become one today with the digital equivalent of a cup of coffee or maybe even a snack or a meal. Just go to patreon.com and search for Nosh Holos or click on the orange button at our website. Or maybe you'd rather support the show with a cup or six for yourself. Yes, you can support the show just by enjoying a cup of coffee. Go to noshholos.com to get an amazing six-day coffee experience for just $20. 
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.